All right, welcome to the 21st episode. So tonight, I'm doing a lot of weird stuff. I'm trying to interview random people. I already interviewed Sabrina. That was a hell of an interview, by the way, just as a heads up. If you missed it, check out episode 20. Um, But yeah, I'm basically finding people on Discord like how I found Sabrina. I'm basically on Wall Street Bets. And that's how I found her. This is really cool. Um... Being able to talk to people like this is just so, it's just so much fun. I can't, I can't help myself. But no, I want to hear people's perspectives. So, so I'm going to keep interviewing and trying my best here. Yeah, so I'm trying to get as many people on Discord at the moment. <clears throat> trying to get somebody on here. And I'm hoping I can get a, a couple people. The whole goal is to be able to speak with someone, anybody, anybody out there. But I am kind of curious, though. I'm hoping somebody will be out there. So, I just realized I'm still voice connected with somebody real quick. Jump in VC. What the hell is he talking about? Uh... Now he's saying jump in VC and ask the people that love to talk already. I don't know which... So it's funny, I'm, I'm, I'm not very familiar with... Um... With 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 the Wall Street Bets Discord. In fact, I'm not even that familiar with Discord in general, so this is kind of a new experience for me. So I'm kind of curious. I wonder what VC is, though. Where the hell is VC? So I think VC is like... um. Yeah, I'm I'm way too new to this board. But I'm having a good time though. I gotta admit. Um, let's see. Trying to see what we got. I just don't know which one the the VC room is. Oh, oh, was it VC VM? Virtual visual mod. I'm still going to try to get somebody on here. Yeah, so this is a tough one. So I'm trying to basically convince uh, with drugs and money. <laughs> not just kidding. To get on this uh, to get on this show. But I got to admit, it's not working. So we'll see what we can. We'll see what we can pull off. We're always trying to do different things. Um, To be live and on my show, like a hoe. Call me on the Discord, 
please. I'm basically, um, <laughs> I'm basically just singing everything. I'm trying. I'm trying to convince people on a chat room. Anybody who wants to be on this show. And the more people I can convince, the worse it'll be. Yeah, I just don't think anybody's very interested at the moment. Nah. This person's like, why should we explain? I want to hear your point of view. So does the world. So I'm trying to see if any of these people, <laughs> and these could be beginners, these could be experts. It will be fun. Um, as always, I'm trying to uh, trying to get somebody on here. <laughs> on finance, I want to hear your point of view on finance. I'm basically trying to wrestle with these people. Uh. This person's name is Viver Vendetta. Clever. Give five. Okay, I'll come online and give five. Okay, well, I'm going to reach out to this person right now. YOLO to the Rolo. Man, I have to, like, how many dicks do I got to suck in this room just to get somebody? I had this person as a friend. Uh, oh, they're not accepting friend requests. Damn. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of fun, though. Uh, I used to suck dick for interviews. <laughs> that life is behind me now. This is so much fun. I actually do like trolling. I just is a heads up. I like trolling uh, a lot of the time on these rooms, and I get so much pleasure from it. I just literally love it. Uh... <laughs> the person's like, "What the fuck?" I put a used to suck dick for interviews. That life is behind me now. I will interview you though. Anyone. And the show is real. Really, though, the show is real. Um, Which channel are you talking? <clears throat> oh, hold on. Sorry, I'm trying reading these messages here. Um, which channel? You can direct message me. Come on. Damn it, all these Discord people. Ah. Uh. I don't think I'm going to get a Discord interview on this one. <laughs> this person's like, I don't talk to strangers. And, uh, let's see. <laughs> uh. 
Interesting. Still not getting a not getting anybody, man. This sucks. You know, <laughs> let's see here. Well, honestly, I ain't getting any bites on this one. Uh, I will try. Oh, looks like somebody might actually want to be on here. Okay. Okay, I think I just got to take her. I think I just got to take her. Yeah. Winning. Duh winning. Yes. All right. Let's give my boy a call. Hey, what's up? What's going on, man? Or or lady? Give me one second. So, just a heads up for everybody. Hello? You're live, my friend. You're live. Woo! You can say whatever you want, by the way. This show has no rules. You speak your mind. You say your piece. You do your thing. And uh, it's a no-judgment zone. Okay, so, well, hmm. what do I say? Any, oh, anything you want. Anyone and everyone listening, just please use Ecology, I guess. Oh, sorry, I didn't, didn't quite hear that, buddy. One more time. Ecosia. E-C-O-S-I-A. Oh, okay. Yep, that's how you solve a climate disaster. <sighs> how to avoid a climate disaster. The solutions we have and the breakthroughs we need. Hmm. Yeah, and there's been right? the weather's been extremely terrible in a lot of places, man. There's been a lot of natural disasters, and it's been pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, the world's fucked up place. That's exactly why we gotta go beyond time to repair it. We gotta figure out what went wrong, like fossil fuels, coal, petrol, diesel, and we'll substitute that shit out for renewables like solar, wind. Hydropower, hydroelectricity, etc., and more, which is why the future is nuclear fusion rather than fission. Um, yeah, and oh, hold on, just one moment. So, I will say this though what you're saying with, um, I will admit we do need an alternative outside of fossil fuel. And I agree with you wholeheartedly, bud completely. And how do you feel? And how do you feel about, um, what was it? Do you, I think I, I, I have a solution. What do you think if we all started planting more trees? Like if we just started That's planting exactly trees everywhere, 
So basically, unlike Google, which uses the ad revenue for personal profit and money, Ecosia takes the ad revenue, runs the servers on 200% sustainable energy, which is solar. Mm-hmm. And they also then take the ad revenue made from the searches that you make and plant trees with that. So if you're planting trees and then you're searching and you're using the internet, you're doing a two-way factor step equation to planting more trees to suck up more CO2, which is the essence of carbon capture and those projects that Redwood Materials and people like Tesla are starting. Hmm. Oh yeah, just don't mind the sound. I'm just practicing some badminton in the background. Oh, you're good. You're good, bud. It's okay. Uh, there's no, there's no judgments here, man. You're good. Um, okay. By the way, just a really quick thing. Uh huh. Yeah, go for it, man. Um, at risk was my mentor too. At at risk. R I S T on the. R I S T. Oh, R I S T. Okay. Okay. Um. Remember to cut your losses and let your winners run. Trade it, don't date it. Market <laughs> wizards. See, I'm a dip dude. I'm a dip buyer. Do you do you like to buy in the dip or do you like the momentum play? Do you like buying when the roller coaster's going up or do you like it when the roller coaster's going down? I haven't been trading in ages. It's been too much of a headache for me to get back into the markets. I'm just taking a chill pill now. Oh, I understand. I have a philosophy that might help you out. If you if you're willing, it's, a, it's very simple. It's super simple. So what I like to do is with my brokerage account, I'll I you know whatever brokerage account it is, whatever amount of money I dump in there, I mm-hmm. take thirty percent of that money and I put it into whatever stocks I can that I know are great companies, and then what I do mm-hmm. is I keep seventy percent of it just sitting on the side. And when a dip happens in a really good company, for other markets like in third world countries that are well developing now and using something called SaaS like software as a service, mm-hmm. such as the Indian markets, which is something I think is a very blossoming market in the potential future because at the rate of rabbits we're going, we're probably going to be the world's biggest democracy. I mean, we are the world's biggest democracy, but then it's trying to be an autocracy soon, so the government's going to have to put a lot of ECG assets in implementation. So one such company that I think would skyrocket in the future is something called Bini Energy hmm. and CG Power. They are targeting the market before the change comes in. Such as electronic vehicles, they're making the electronic motors, they're making renewable biofuel energy using sugarcane and etc. and etc. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to do that at an alarming rate and an alarming pace because unfortunately, it's not anymore how to avoid a climate disaster. We are already in the void stage of the disaster. We have to go back in time and figure out how do we solve this. Question. Do you think time travel could be a possibility? Time travel is a tough one, man. And I'll tell you why I think it's a... So it it depends on what time actually know. is. It depends on if time yeah, is something that you the, can... The reason time travel is not theoretically possible is because if time travel has existed, it always has existed. Mm. That's the problem with time. But the thing is, everyone, every single person has the same 24-7 hours in a day or in a week. It's only what we choose to do with said amount of time that differentiates a person to person. Okay, mm-hmm. another question. Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. What is objectivity and what is subjectivity? Oh, so repeat again, one more time. What is objectivity and what is subjectivity? 
Oh, objectivity and subjectivity? Well, um, being objective, if you want to... Oh, yeah, you're good, man. Uh, just let me know when you're ready for the answer, man. Yeah, sorry. My lungs are a bit fucked. Oh, sorry about the bud. Uh, I will say this, though. Uh, objectivity, yep. you know, um, first mm -hmm. off, uh, versus subjectivity, uh, being objective is basically looking at things from, a, you know, just as they are, non-biased lens. Um, oh, then again, um, if I, I'm probably a little wrong on this though. So I, you know, like from a non-biased lens is being, See, very... It's, it's very, it's very hard to explain this because you can't be subjective without having objectivity. Hence it's like a paradox. What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object paradox? Why? Because there can't be an unstoppable something if there's an immovable something. Hmm. So the point I'm trying to get to it with this is people need to understand the border between science and philosophy and then try to meet those borders in the middle. People have got to be way more eco-friendly, have worries about the other person in the future, because eventually people are going to grow to a particular level where they're worried about every single little thing in the world. If for anyone watching this or hearing this, you should go Google this one chemical. It's called nicotinamide dionucleotide. Nicotinamide dionucleotide is something that can reverse aging, apparently. <sighs> but the field of genetics is a bit too boring, so because there's not enough funding and money, because the world is, well, governed by finance and money all the time. It can reverse aging, though. That's incredible. The only thing, the only reason that yeah. we age so rapidly, well, I wouldn't say rapidly, but the one, one of the reasons we age in general is because of... Um... Well, oxygen. I mean, oxygen helps no, us live, we, obviously, we, but um, we, but over time, uh, aging has been related to something called the Hayflick limit, uh, which is the number of times a cell can divide before it has a programmed cell death. So mm. the reason cancer cells are able to just re replicate and go on, go on, go on, for well, reproducing and then moving on and killing, 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 and starving the whole body, is because they somehow are able to cheat the cell death sequence that happens naturally in the body. NAD plus helps regular cells do this, and the mm -hmm. way you stimulate NAD plus in your body is by starving yourself, but not like in an unhealthy way. Mm -hmm. You don't have programmed meals like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You do it as our ancestors would have. You hunt for your food or you pretend you're hunting for your food. You stimulate your body to go into something called autophagy, where your body starts eating up the fat and the protein that your body itself has in excess to give you, a, let's say, ripped guns or ripped body and a ripped aesthetic. Mm. So that is how NAD plus works. It's fascinating. I want to write that down one more time. If you can say, if you can say what it's called one more time, I want to do some research on this later. I'm always fascinated by new things. Yeah, that's something else you should also check out. Then, if have you, are you've probably watched Star Trek, haven't you? I love Star Trek, man. Star Trek's incredible. Yeah. So, you know the impulse engine from Star Trek? Yeah, yeah. Two scientists are trying to create that. No shit, really? Like, like, um. Yeah. No, I heard a theory. I, mean, I heard a rumor that they're also trying to that somebody out there trying to create yeah. warp drive, like no joke, like trying to bend space, because you know how like yeah, warp... basically the whole ideology is that like so it's similar to something that works on an electronic toothbrush. It's like how do the bristles vibrate like that? So what they are able to, or what they're trying to research is that are we able to tap into inertial frames, like gravitational fields in the in the Earth, 
to cause an acceleration. So, because if you imagine that, imagine if you're able to tap into the gravitational field of the Earth or, or theoretically in space of gravitational bodies and then mm-hmm. use that for acceleration, you technically have a perpetual machine that is moving forward, something like Elysium. Hmm. So, it's there on YouTube on something called Bloomberg Quick Take. Um, that's something you should definitely check out on. Yep. Oh yeah, hell yeah! I'll have to give it a, I'll have to give it a look, man. Ah, yeah, and but, damn, for heaven's so sake, cool. like it is one takeaway from this. It's that um, a triangle of sorts always exists. It's about three point one four five one, and the end take is that right now humans are spending more portions of their lives in a poorer lifespan. So like, although we may be living longer. We're spending a greater portion of that life in disease and in poor health, basically. In the 1900s, in the 1960s or so, we lived in better health than we do now. That's also because of the prevalence of other issues like diabetes. It's it's so weird and so bizarre. You have diabetes, which is caused by maybe potentially too much of binge eating. And then the other hand of the spectrum, you have malnutrition where children are dying due to child mortality rates being sky high. That's, that's wild, man. Did so it it it's a messed up reality sometimes, you know. I mean, there, I it's because it, it's the fact that there's people dying of starvation, children especially. That's the worst part about it. And um, yeah, children I, shouldn't have to die, man. They just, they just enter the world and then game over. It's messed up. Kind of crazy, right? I will say this though. Um you think it's possible that maybe world hunger will eventually I mean maybe not end but at least be reduced heavily like to where where you know people will be able to get more than enough or do you think that maybe we're overpopulated or something or lack of resources? Not, so I'm someone who hasn't read enough or in, into this enough. I have the book by Bill Gates on how to avoid a climate disaster but then I haven't read enough. Um, my opinion is that we're going to have some form of malnutrition no matter what we do, but then it's change is going to be just so rapid for us. It's not going to be funny. It's going to be like, what the fuck, 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 every single millisecond, every second nanosecond of the day. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to learn how to adapt, evolve and overcome because change is coming whether humans like it or not. We're the most invasive species on planet Earth. And we're trying to invade other species. There's something called the Fermi's paradox as well. Something that other people can check out, which is why alien life doesn't exist or something like that. Hmm. Um, and then, the okay, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Yep. In terms of how the world started, what do you believe in? Oh, how the world started? Like what my belief yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, depends on how far back you go. Um, I think the I big... mean, from the very beginning of time. Oh, the, I, so uh, I have a couple possible theories, but if I was to go with the one I favor the most, actually the two uh, two theories I believe in kind of contradict each other. The first theory I believe in, Big Bang. I do believe the Big Bang is probably a thing where it was like a condensed amount of energy and then just eventually, boom, it just, every, it just all flowed from one center point, you know? And yep. uh, to a big energy burst, right? And then the second theory is, which is even weirder, because it's weird that I believe both of these, which is a total contradiction. The second theory, I believe, is... The steady state theory? 
is that everything already was in no huh. and that there was never it was a steady state theorem um there was another scientist who won the nobel prize for physics recently something called the oscillatory theory of the world basically it combines the big bang's aspect to something what what like is like a longitudinal movement up and down so the big bang starts the world stretches on like over a span of like million and billion years and then it falls and it collapses again and it re, like it recontracts and then it re-explodes again mm. that was the guy who won nobel prize in physics and he related it to hindu and vedic mythologies which is the indus valley civilization so wait wait if i if i heard you correctly he believes that it starts from the big bang expands all the way out and then it all dis goes right back inward to the center yes pretty much so Dude, that's it's wild. very similar if you think if you think about it it sounds a lot like newton's third law every action has an equal and opposite yes Yes, because eventually it would, you know, it would make sense for it all to go back right to the beginning, right to the center point. Which is why humans, we're the most invasive species in the whole world, like I I told you before, right? We're trying to go to other parts and other dimensions now because people feel that eventually, well, time is going to run out, eventually I'm going to die. If people have the idea of memento mori, which means remember that one day you will die, then everything could be potentially solved like okay i'm going to die you're going to die we're all going to die at some point mm-hmm. but then what do we do with the time that we have like what are the things that we need to be focusing on instead of well trivial things and trivialities in my opinion time travel is something that could not exist ever but then we do have the literature the information and the knowledge passed down for so many generations a few book reads i would definitely recommend is the book of five rings by miyamoto musashi mm-hmm. um the art of war by sanzu and then this is a book given to me by my mentor um possibly market wizards there is interviews with top traders jack d schwager market wizards yeah i'm writing this down i like to write down book recommendations so um i've actually um listened to an audiobook of the art of war i, I don't remember all of it it's been a while since i listened in to it in my opinion right like audio retention isn't as great as reading retention for me at least personally so it's the same for like, me i have us, trouble retaining yeah. stuff from an audiobook i love i just why i prefer sitting down reading a good book at ah, the end so of the day my doing is like if you want to improve on your reading skills you can try playing an audio booklet of a book and then try to follow it with the book in your hand. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I never I never thought about trying that because then you know what would be even crazier is if you like uh 2x the speed of the audiobook or something and then try to keep up with the like you know what I mean like just like do yeah. like a crazy uh, speed read. If you want to math and you want to solve the millennial problems that are worth you a million dollars or something. <sighs> It's called the Clay Institute of Mathematics. Check them out if you would like. Only one has been solved. Only what has been solved though? What was it ma- something in mathematics? What was it that one yeah, that's been only solved? One, only one of the seven millennial problems in math have been solved. It's called the Collatz conjecture, I think, if I'm right. Hmm. Uh it's basically like an ancient mathematician would have theorized something and then Um, thought it would have been in a particular way, and then we have to prove it now using mathematics and not science. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. But then interesting, but then like very 
mind hurting and mind breaking level so it gets a little bit nervy and annoying sometimes <laughs> yeah okay and actually one last book recommendation for sure is oh, go for called it, atomic habits ooh you know what i actually cuz i like to scour youtube though for audiobooks even though i don't have the best audio retention i do I, atomic habits was one i scrolled by youtube is literally so the only thing i realized is i made like four different youtube accounts okay like i wanted to get free shit like on psn or something like that mm-hmm. i made four different youtube accounts and then I, the only thing i realized is each one had a different catered feed to it i was like holy shit it's like if i'm going schizophrenic or something <laughs> Yeah. That's the circle of life. <laughs> no, you you have a very you have a very keen fascinating mind, my friend. Um and honestly, thank you for adding me on Discord, dude. I was trying I was trying to pick out as many people, just anybody to interview and I'm glad I I'm glad I got you. Man, I I talked to Sabrina what, earlier. What are you She's interviewing cool. me on as in like what is this being recorded on or streamed on? Oh yeah, certainly, man. I'll give you all the details. So it's a YouTube live show. Um, it, I don't have the most subscribers, but I do love interviewing people. Uh, the show That's is called cool. Michael Garza. Um, yeah, if you don't mind, can you just send me the link to it on Discord after you're done? Oh, uh, if you want, I'd be more than happy to send you the link right now in the private messages. <laughs> it's a little bit delayed with the live video, but unfortunately, that's because I'm using my phone for Discord. I've made a big error and my discord doesn't work anymore on my laptop for some stupid reason the audio drivers have some bs issue oh okay um well yeah. even if you're using discord on your phone um i'll still send you a link to the to the youtube video though just so that way you can watch it later okay yeah sounds good sounds good yeah yeah let me just send it to you because i'll probably forget later i don't want to forget so i want to just send it to you now yeah. I sometimes my memory's kind of sometimes my memory's kind of shitty. So <laughs> yeah, that's all of us. Oh, that was the wrong hole. I said the memory. Geographic memory is something that's well trainable. It's not that it's you're born with it. Well, some people are born with hyperthymesia, but then you can train your memory to get so good that you almost remember everything vividly. Oh, like having an indentic memory. I'm, I've got kind of, you know, visually, I'm not going to lie. I do kind of have a semi-indentic memory. I wouldn't say it's perfect, though. I'm not saying I got like a photographic memory or anything, but like uh, I can. That's why when I read books, I retain so much damn information. <laughs> exactly. That's how that's all. It's comprehension and retention. That's all. Oh, yeah. And man, I just recommend everybody read when they can. You know, I think it's healthy to spend an hour a day reading. That's pretty much what I do. I think you spend as much as a day you can reading. That's what the smartest people in the world do, right? Yeah, that's pretty much what I, I would do an hour. I don't spend all day reading. And I will admit, though, if I had enough passive income coming in at all times, I would spend, instead of working, I would legitimately spend eight hours a day reading. No joke. I love to read. I'm yeah. addicted. I've always been yeah, addicted I'm, to it. I'm starting my habit of reading now, so that's something I'm just starting off on. Oh yeah, and I also, by the way, Bud, I sent you the correct link on there. I sent the the a link from a previous interview I did earlier. Um, but yeah, I um, it's funny. The title's I called "Panic at the Discord." Oh, <laughs> wait. Okay, yeah, I yeah, okay. I found my phone. Hello. Uh, okay. Yeah, cheers. Cool. Sounds great. Sounds great. Well, it was nice meeting you, Azdag. Um, here's to future conversations, I guess. Oh hell yeah. Uh, um. And uh, big, I just want to tell the the viewers, big shout out. Uh, do you care if I give you a shout out for your Discord name, or do you want me to keep that private? Um, my 
Okay, I mean, I don't really mind. My name is Viva Vendetta, and I'm on Wall Street bets for now. My man, my man. Yeah. So, um, what can I before you go? Um, you gave me your book recommendations. That's usually the last question I give. So I'm glad you gave all those recommendations to me, by the way. But I do want to ask: Is there mm-hmm. an investing? Full, I mean, I know that you've kind of taken a step back from investing and all that stuff. But is there mm-hmm. is there a philosophy in investing that you would recommend to the viewers that if they were um, a beginner? See, if you're a beginner in investing. Be very careful the moment you start trading options. Options is all about volatility, making money like in seconds, and then you keep making money, money, money. Mm -hmm. You start investing, you always have your exit strategy before you make your money. Because after a point, if you get too drunk on money, you just lose it all. When you don't know how to count your money and it's all a number for you, that's when you've already lost the game. So at the end of this, I'd like to say if you want to understand more, you need to use a software called TradingView, and then you should execute your trades using something called a DOM, which is the depth of market. And the last thing is, check out traditdontdateit.com on YouTube with no space. The guy who performs that is a living legend for a living. That's my last piece. That's it. I love it. Well, hey, I won't take up too much of your time, V. Uh, I appreciate yes. you. I appreciate you big time. If you ever want to be in the show, let me know. I'll let you know if I'm... Well, I'll tell you what. If um, I usually do my show a little bit later, but if you ever get bored and you want to... Or if you just ever want to chat, man, you let me know. I, I'm trying to go on Discord a little I'll bit more often. Of course. Not at all an issue. Got to chat. All right. We'll catch you later. <laughs> catch you later, V. Keep on catch rocking it, okay? Later. Of course, of course. Let's go. Cool. Bye. All right. Later, bud. That was a hell of a dude. That was a hell of a conversation, and I'm glad I got to talk to him. Um, so that was uh, V for Vendetta. No joke, us the name is his username on there. Really fun. Um, yeah, go V, man. This guy was. Um, I gotta give him props, man. That was cool. Um, you know, I was trying to pick up random people on Wall Street Bets, the Discord. Even though I don't always agree with a lot of the users on there, I need a difference of opinion, and I need uh, people who want to talk about things that boggle their mind, you know, and give us a different perspective, because we all need a different perspective, for sure. So, I got to admit, this has been an honor. I got to do these more often. This is addicting. I like inter- I like interviewing people. It's uh it's it's a very fun thing and I <laughs> I felt like it went well and I hope it did. Um seriously incredible. Dude, these people are awesome. I got to I I'm uh adding more people across the internet. Um just <laughs> this is cool. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit in awe because I did not expect to have such enlightened interviews in in, in listening to these people is just cool so thank you by the way v for vendetta i want to thank you and earlier for sabrina thanks for being on um both of you guys seriously making the show better making the show fun that was some content i don't think i could get anywhere else and you know these are people who really do their research they're proud i think they're just as nerdy as i am these people are just as nerdy as i am and i love it because you're really diving deep. You're really trying to learn a, a new subject or a new matter. You know, I love it. 
So give these guys a shout out for being brave enough to come on a show that they have no idea. They don't even know who I am. And, you know, they uh, took a chance and they had fun. And, uh, and I, I plan on doing this more often. So thank you. Thank you for the time. Thank you for talking to me. Seriously an honor. Um, I'm going to try to talk to more of you guys. And But seriously, V, if you're still listening, I don't know if you're still listening on the show, but dude, you got an insightful mind, you know? Um, uh, let's see. Oh, my boy V is uh, messaging me. It's... Uh, it's episode 21. Gotta let him know. It's, uh, it's, you gotta copy the link real quick. Yeah, let's see. Feel free to share it up. All right, so we got another, hopefully, another future guest. This is another thing that's great. This is a financial show, and I figure, why not go to the to the creme de la creme of finance? Let's get, you know, go to their Discord. You know, I figure Wall Street Bets Discord's a little less crowded. You know what I mean? Than, um, for instance, uh, than the actual Wall Street Bets forum. So being able to meet all these new people and try to get people on and get people in, I'm, I'm, I'm really digging it. So thank you, Wall Street Bets, you guys, uh, even though I'm not the biggest fan of the board, their Discord's pretty cool. So thank you, Discord lovers, because this is really neat. I uh, did not expect to meet really cool people on the Discord, but um, quick shout out to V for Vendetta, quick shout out to Sabrina. Thank you all for really being kind to me as an, as a person trying to become a better interviewer and a better interviewer and making a better show. You guys really helped in that. And I, I appreciate you more than you realize both of you. All right. To everybody out there listening, have an incredible rest of the night. Um, I wanted to share an investment philosophy, of course, that I do like I'm very simple, 30% cat, sorry, 30% stocks, 70% cash. You gotta sometimes keep more cash in your portfolio just to buy more stocks when the market crashes. So that's the way I roll. Anyway, thank you guys for uh, taking the time. Have an incredible rest of the night and keep your butthole tight. Okay, it's a little weird. Keep your butthole loose if you want. I don't really care. But anyway, thank you guys. Love you. I won't.